Good morning. <coughs> Parashat Vayigash, of course, presents us with the next stage in the uh, story of Yosef. It's Yosef's encounter with his brothers. Of course, preceded by Yehuda's passionate plea to Yosef. But I'd like to zone in on the moment where Yosef finally exposes or reveals himself to his brothers as to who he is. Vayomer Yosef elehav ani Yosef Those famous and faithful words of Yosef. I'm Yosef. Is my father still alive? Velo yachilu echav La'anot Oto, his brothers weren't able to respond. They were fearing of him. They were confounded. They were perhaps confused. Yosef in turn says to his brothers, Geshuna Elai, come forward to me. And indeed they come forward. He says, I am Yosef, your brother, Asher Mechartem Otim Israima, whom you sold to Egypt. Now in that uh, mention of the Pasuk that Yosef uh, begs his brothers to come forward, Geshuna Elai, Rashi uh, cites an interesting Midrash, uh, perhaps perplexing Midrash. Rashi in the initial stages describes it as Ra'a'otam Nasogim Ahor. He saw them jolted backward. They were perhaps tiptoeing away from Yosef. They were nervous. Here's the moment where their brother whom they sold, whom they treated wrongfully some time ago, is uh, speaking and telling them that's who he is. They're nervous about his next stage in treating them, perhaps maliciously. As a result, Amar, he says to them, Achshav Now my brothers are embarrassed. He initially says, Gishun Na. Na is Lashon Raka. It's a soft way. Na means please, please come forward. He changes his tune. He speaks in a more pleasant uh, fashion with them. And he almost beseeches them. Lahem continues Rashi from the Midrash. He then shows them Shehumahu, that he had a Berit Milah. A little bit different than the way we were taught it as uh, kindergarten uh, students. Not exactly the vision, the description that I have when I think about Yosef and his brothers, that he exposes his Berit Milah to them. But nonetheless, beyond that picture, that imagery, as perplexing as it is, What's the message in turn of this description of the Hachamim? Was it necessary for him to show them? Now certainly, the most simple interpretation is he's showing them, I'm really Yosef. I'm the one. Why would I have a circumcision otherwise? Clearly, I'm a part of the same covenant as you. I have Berit Milah just like you. But didn't he say to them right afterwards, Asher Mechartem Otihenna, the Misraim? didn't he say to them, I'm the one whom you sold? Nobody else could have known that. Yehuda and the brothers had at no point revealed that they were involved with the sale of their brother. They had only mentioned their father's words of his fear, tarof taraf, that he was hunted down, that he was devoured by an animal. Yosef, just by saying those words, could have revealed his identity to the brothers. Why does the pasuk, in the eyes of the hachamim, tell us as well, that he, so to speak, had to show them that he had berit milah? I would suggest it has nothing to do with revealing his identity, that indeed was handled by his expression, by his words, it has everything to do with his next words. The next words of Yosef are, he says right afterwards, He calms them. He tells them there's nothing you should be nervous about, nothing should disturb you about your handling me in the past. Because this was God's plan that I be here for your sustenance. He continues and he says, Furthermore, He again appeals to 
God's involvement in all the sequences, a sequence of events in his lifetime. And perhaps Yosef, by appealing to Berit Milah, is in some way leading into, as the Hachamim describe it, his next description of how he understands what happened. And allow me to explain, as I mentioned on Friday night, Berit Milah, in my understanding of it, in many of the Hachamim's understanding of it, is an expression of dependency upon another. By definition, any Berit, any covenant that I that I cut with another person means I can't do this alone. I need to do this together with you. You can't do it alone either, perhaps, and you might need me, but fundamentally, as I enter into a pact with you, I'm saying I can't do this alone. Physically speaking, that's what Berit Milah is. Berit Milah takes a body which could have and should have perhaps been seen as perfect and says it's incomplete. I'm not complete unless I'm in this communion, this bond with you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Berit Milah then is the paradigm, is the example for expressing as Jews, as members of Am Yisrael, our dependency upon HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It means in turn, in this moment when Yosef is speaking to his brothers, first and foremost, let me tell you who I am, and I'll prove it to you from my words, but furthermore, let me tell you my perspective. My understanding of where I am, of your deeds, of your actions, is only as part of some God-governed system. We couldn't and wouldn't be acting independent of him. After all, we have Berit Milah, which designates, <coughs> which represents our dependency upon him. It's how I suggested as well on Friday night, the Berit Milah, which the Hachamim imagined Yosef demanding of the Egyptians when they lined up for food, during time of famine. After all, uh, the description is that they come to Paro, and Paro says, anything that Yosef tells you to do, that's what you must do. Says Rashi, you want to know what happened? They initially came to Paro, in the eyes of the Hachamim. Paro said to them, didn't you listen to Yosef? They said, absolutely. We collected, we stored over the course of seven years. So well, what happened to it? It rotted. Well, then you better go speak to Yosef. Yosef told us we need to do Berit Milah. We need to circumcise ourselves. That's the description. That's a jarring and strange description of the Hachamim at first glance. Where do they see Berit Milah? Unless the description, again, is one wherein their message goes as follows. Yosef said to them, collect grain, collect food over the course of the next seven years. But it rotted. You want to know why it rotted? Because each of you, he was teaching them, depended upon your own deeds. You thought your business maneuvers, your tactics, your ways, was going to be independently successful. That's where you went wrong. You want success? Berit milah. You want success in life? Realize that you're dependent upon another. Accept humbly, healthily, a certain feature, a certain feeling of vulnerability, of knowing I can't do this on my own. The description of the hachamim as a result of berit milah in each of these circumstances is perhaps identical. Yosef, as the countercultural Egyptian over here, is a member of Am Yisrael at his core, in a society governed by in a world, so to speak, where people see their own success in their actions, where they see a constant overplenishing of the Nile and see in turn their own success on a consistent and constant basis. Yosef is the individual who 
breaks all of that. We saw it in his first encounter with Paro. Paro says, I heard about you, that you listen to dreams and you interpret them. His immediate response, Bil Adai, it's not from me. Elohim Shalom Paro. That is Yosef's mantra. That is his speaking line. That's what he's consistently and constantly repeating to the Egyptians, to Paro can't hear it initially, hard to comprehend when you come from a society, a culture which speaks to our own success. We have a certain deity to ourselves, Paro believed. But that as a result is what I understand throughout Yosef's message to the people. First in the vision of the Hachamim, collect the grain, but have a berit milah as you do so. <coughs> Work hard in business. Be successful, but attribute it not only to your own deeds, understand there's a dependency upon another. As his brothers stand in front of him in Parashat Vayigash as well, understand that I don't attribute what happened here just to you and there's no malicious, maybe intent, but malicious outcome from your deeds. This was a dependency upon God as well. On Friday night, Elliot Cohn followed up the uh, Derashah by saying to me, he feels and knows that many of the successes of our community are very much attributed and need to be directly understood through this light as well, both in the spiritual and in the financial sense. Our community members consistently, I heard it from my grandpa on many occasions, but you hear it from all the old timers and newcomers. In other words, uh, from, from young and old alike, there is a certain mantra uh, hopefully, uh, in a in a full-hearted sense, a Yosef description. A, I'm an individual with a birit milah, which means to say, it's bil'adai, which means to say, yes, I've put in a lot. Certainly, I've succeeded and I search and seek more success. But ultimately speaking, at the core, the foundation of all that, I understand there's a dependency upon another. I couldn't and can't do this on my own. The moment I assume that this is only me, is that very same moment that the wheat begins to rot. The moment that I say to myself, I'm <clears throat> successful because of my own deeds, because of what I put into it, because of our mechanisms, our maneuvering, our manipulation, is the very moment that we begin to fail. Yosef's exposure to his brothers is a twofold one. Number one, he says, I am the same Yosef whom you sold. I'm your brother. But secondly, understand, there's no ill feeling from me to you because throughout I've had a vision of dependency upon God. I don't see your actions in a vacuum. I see them as coupled together with a larger plan, a scheme, and course of events as planned out and determined by HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen ve'amen.